Hi, I'm Alex Miller with Viasat Corporate Communications, here with the second part of my interview with Garish Chandran, Viasat's Chief Technology Officer. In the first part of our conversation, Garish talked about smart cars, connected cities, and how satellite augments terrestrial connectivity. In part two, we get a little deeper into smart farming, drones, border security, and more about how satellite is part of the global network. Here's the interview. So what are the connectivity needs of the agricultural industry and and how does satellite fit into that? There are several kinds of applications in farming. So the need to get more outputs from farms that we spoke about earlier with fewer people is driving the need for more and more technology in farming. So in the old days, for example, people used to throw seeds by hand and now What's happening is that in order to get higher outputs, these seed planting is done with machines that operate very precisely. So it's, think of planting seeds like printing 3D objects, except it's done on the ground. It's 3D printing on earth. Uh, Seeding very precisely, harvesting is done in an automated way. And all of this is possible when you can have connected vehicles that can be controlled very precisely. Right. So also fertilizer costs can be dramatically cut when there is precision agriculture, right? For example, you can apply fertilizer precisely where you need it versus spraying it all over the place, right? So if you look at crop infestation, that's another example. There are satellites that have passive multispectral imaging sensors that are able to detect crop infestation. Then there are active sensors that can be put on drones and the drones can collect data as they're flying around in these large farms and send data back via satellites. We also talked about monitoring agriculture, but there are similar things in terms of aquaculture. So fish farms or fishing fleets going out, right? There are regulations now there to make sure that there's not a lot of overfishing. So you have to have monitoring on vessels that are out at sea. And these types of applications, you will need to have satellite connectivity. Right. Yeah. For aquaculture, I can see, uh, I, I know there's a lot of illegal fishing goes on out there that this is a way that you can get a handle on that. So talking about, uh, you'd, you'd mentioned drones. I know, uh, Border security is a big issue, not only in the U.S., but uh, other areas around the world. So, so what are the technologies that uh, you know a satellite company like Viasat can deploy to those areas that can help governments patrol their borders? So we're working with companies in Europe, organizations in Europe, for border security applications. So, you know, there's a lot of refugees coming from wars in Syria and in some countries in North Africa into many European countries. These countries want to be able to monitor their borders and look at using drones to see what's happening across the borders. And these drones have satellite connectivity. We're working on some proposals with them on that. Remote monitoring is another interesting area for our technology with one promising area related to connected drones. Uh, We talked a little bit about uh, one kind of connected drones. Uh, there's another application where, uh, you know, say a utility company or something can use satellite and drones to help monitor their infrastructure. Can you uh, explain how that would work? There are drones with satellite connectivity that can be used in many applications, right? We've been using drones in the military for many years now. 
these are really expensive drones that are able to have very high definition video with high speed links back to control centers via satellites. These drones are flying over enemy territory on recon missions. Like there are less expensive drones that would potentially have a satellite, could have some sort of satellite connectivity. We are, have a group within Biosat that builds modems with lower bandwidth connectivity, which is fine for things like monitoring infrastructure, like what you were talking about. So, for example, you could have drones flying along railway tracks looking to see if the railway lines are okay. And right. these have video streamed back to wherever the control centers are, making sure that the trains are uh, run safely. I'm thinking about, you know, you referenced the Paradise Fire, and now they're, they're saying, you know, PG&E uh, equipment may have been responsible for that. You can see a, a use right there where they may have been able to identify something like that earlier if they had that kind of drone surveillance. Or We have some use cases where utility companies are looking at satellite connectivity for IoT, industrial IoT applications. We have oil reservoir and water reservoir monitoring applications are all those are all examples where which are you know these are in remote places where you might need um, satellite connectivity and we're talking to a few companies um, to see if there is traction there. So um, looking ahead a little bit, it, it sounds like, you know, what we've talked about satellite is uh, playing a pretty important role in a lot of these digital transformation areas. So how does that speak to the overall value in the coming years as an integral part of the, the global connectivity landscape? So there's almost a linear relationship between internet penetration and GDP growth. Take, for example, Africa. It's one of the fastest growing continents where, you know, the young population of the young is growing at a very dramatic rate. There's not a lot of infrastructure there. And there's in particular not a lot of telecom infrastructure. And we've experimented there with, you know, we put a cellular backhaul site with satellite connectivity um, in a village and within a handful of days we found thousands of devices connecting to the cell site where there was none before. Oh wow. Right. So it has a dramatic impact on people's lives. It'll improve the GDP of countries. Take for example um, agriculture even. So the annual growth in the US of smart agriculture is expected to be in the 13 to 15 percent so from 2017 to 2025 and some studies so roughly 5 billion to 15 billion growth most of the value is where the decision making happens so companies like john deere are transforming themselves into data companies to take advantage of data analytics but in order to do this, you need to have data sent back to places where the analysis needs to be done. So that's where connectivity becomes important. So, uh, you know, we are working on uh, the Viasat 3 constellation, which will eventually give us uh, global connectivity. 
So how does Viasat as a company look at, at these expanding applications, uh, you know, with this uh, Viasat 3 constellation and the total addressable market that a global constellation like that can serve? Yeah, like we spoke about, right? Um, connectivity has a very dramatic impact in terms of outcomes, whether it's in health, in villages or in smart cities, and it transforms uh, people's lives, right? Viasat three constellation will have worldwide connectivity, including over the oceans. So whether you're looking at transportation of people or goods, creating smart cities or creating technology and infrastructure to connect to vehicles, smart agriculture, this is going to have a big impact like we spoke about. If internet were its own sector, it would have a greater impact on the GDP of a country than agriculture or utilities. So I'm very excited to be part of this journey that's going to have this transformative effect on people's lives. All right. Well, uh, it, yeah, it really sounds like the the digital transformation that uh, that we're undergoing uh, across the world is is just really starting. And, and it's interesting to hear how satellite is uh, going to be a big part of it. So thanks a lot for taking the time to talk with us today, Grish. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll touch back again soon and see where some of this stuff is going. Thank you, Alex. I'm looking forward to Viasat 3 Constellation when going up and when it covers the all the world. That's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot.